It's time again for Three Point Podcast. Three sports guys, three generations, and three hot takes. The triple threat includes baby boomer Ted Patel of Z92.5 The Castle. Our Gen Xer is Matt Burns of ESPN and the SEC Network out of Charlotte, North Carolina. The millennial man is Jared Patel of Valley Sports Detroit. Comments and questions can be sent by email to threepointpod at gmail.com. Follow Three Point Podcast on social media at threepointpod. The fellows will get in rolling right after this from our partners looking to buy items online go to crauctions.com all you need to do is download the app to your phone or computer and start buying and selling today crauctions.com will market your items all over the country and get them sold if you are looking to buy something we can help with that too just go to crauctions.com search our inventory and place your bid plus there are online auctions for farm machinery firearms automobiles and truckloads of overstocked items it's fast, it's easy, and you will get results. Get the app and check out crauctions.com today. Rivals Tap House and Grill is the area's go-to spot for the best in food and drink. Meet up with your friends and catch your favorite sporting events on over 20 high-def flat-screen TVs. And our 120-inch projection screen. Rivals can handle your large or small parties and is an awesome spot to put on your fundraising events. Weekly food and drink specials including gourmet burgers, wings, pizza, homemade soup, and salads. Rivals also stocks a large selection of craft and domestic brews. Rivals Tap House and Grill, the official gathering spot of Three Point Podcast, located on the corner of Shiawassee and M21 in Corona. Well, it's time for episode 251 of the Three Point Podcast, presented by Memorial Healthcare and SkyMint Cannabis. Fellas, before we move on, just got to reflect for one second on 250. How fun was that last week with Dan Miller and Daniel Morrill? I mean, it just was a fun podcast. We had some other special guests and uh, cameos. It was just fun to put together. Yeah, it was. I mean, 250, I mean, we talked about it last week. Weird kind of feel, feel like a little bit of a crazy person talking about it uh, that type of accomplishment uh but yeah was, uh, we talked to a lot of fun people you heard from our sponsors uh i mean my favorite was uh the very end where it was, we had a nice cameo from our good friend jack strap who hasn't been on pod and i don't i don't think maybe since episode 20 yes so, it's been a while uh, but it was good to finally hear from him. i mean we were worried about him we hadn't heard from him for you right. know a couple years so it's good to hear that he's he's still kicking I was wondering if he got lost over there in Chi-Town or something like that. But, yeah, I've, I've actually had some friends ask why why Jack Strap went away. And I was like, you know what, I'm not too sure on that one. But, no, good good to hear from him and, like, yeah, everything you just said, Jared. And, I, I mean, I didn't want to sound like a fanboy or whatever with Dan Miller. But yeah. I really do look forward to those videos that they drop, you know, matching mm-hmm. up his calls with, with plays from Lions games. So it was cool to get to talk to him and, you know, get a little – I, I mean, I think we all do. We like hearing the behind-the-scenes type right. of stuff and uh, how did you get here, you know, right. type of stories, you know, where did you come from, all those. And, and yeah, talking to Morrill, Coach Morrill, you know, Lanesburg's coach, I ended up asking uh, or my, my sister, who I mentioned when we were talking to him, she did text me and said, like, they listened to her and her family, and um, she's the one that's a teacher in Lanesburg. Yeah. And she said that she, um, she knows the assistant coach and him and – um, so it was really cool to listen to and all that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, it, it was a good mix of like, you know, kind of a 
the star radio guy and then a nice cool like local basketball coach it was a good mix it really was and we have a good mix of sponsors too you know i I mentioned it briefly memorial healthcare you know they have so much going on there at the new wellness center you know you can you can lift weights you can do treadmill stuff you can walk the sky track and they got a very cool thing coming up just ideas especially for us knucklehead guys you know maybe Maybe line your girlfriend or significant other up with a nice massage there, you know? What, what a great idea. And they, they got, I think, three or four uh, world-class massage rooms there. And, uh, man, I think your significant other might like that. Hint, hint, Jared. Uh, get one for yourself. What are you talking that about, too. man? Massages <laughs> are great. I, uh, I used to get them regularly. Um, I haven't now in a little while. But I, I'll tell you what, you know, some people maybe don't can't get past the being rubbed down by a stranger type of thing but you feel like a million bucks when you, after you leave body's all loosened up especially you start getting older you know your back gets tight and your legs get tight and stuff like that so oh yeah yeah i don't know if there's a more relaxing uh afternoon uh at the wellness center than a, than a massage sauna and, and steam room all in oh, one sounds, uh, sounds amazing that's a combination that's a combination also <laughs> Speaking of combinations, guys, SkyMint Cannabis, I don't even know if you're aware of this, but uh, pretty soon a Michigander over 21 is going to be living every cannabis consumer's dream, free marijuana for an entire year. Wow. How can they do that, right? I mean, how? How is that possible? I'm going to assume, a... you know, it's like those those other giveaways where it's like free chicken sandwiches or free burgers. It, it's limited. It's like two a week or you know like one a day you know something like that so i'm, I'm sure there's going to be a limit it's not going to just be like shelling out the weed but oh the limit is that's still I, I, that's an awesome deal either way that that's an awesome deal. Here, here's the limit I, i'm pretty sure this is what it is it's 500 dollars worth of skymint products a month now oh. that's 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 a dream come true for some <laughs> yeah, people so out there in other man. words head to their website and sign up man i mean I, I that's more than you can even fathom that's more than ted and 1970s at a Leonard Skinner concert levels. <laughs> that yeah. is. No question. And you know, and it's head out it's, there at Kobo Arena, just yeah. passing it back and forth, no, chucking, no. throwing pizza boxes across the stadium. No, the flashback I have is camping out at the Silverdome parking lot along the fence in February to get Led Zeppelin <laughs> oh tickets. My, that must have been. <laughs> yeah, you needed some Skyman products to get through that, man. That sounds horrible. <laughs> Well, if you're interested, and this is a real deal, go on skymint.com or maybe give them a follow on Instagram. Enter the code FREEWEED on any online order to enter. I mean, it's that simple. And they also have 24 second place winners. They're going to receive a huge, and I don't even know how big this is, but I think it's pretty big, a 10-gram pre-roll. Is that pretty big, Jerry? I, th- I think that's like 10 times the normal size. So it is. I, I can't even picture that. Uh Man, they, they got a lot of cool, I mean, deals. I mean, it's it's no surprise. I mean, great company, a lot of cool little promotions and stuff to check out. So it's awesome. Amen. And, it, and it's so what you enter just by doing an online order? Online, not even, an, you can just enter in sweepstakes competition online till January 30th. So you don't have that much time to do it. No. So if you're hearing this message and you are uh, 21 and you enjoy the product, highly recommend taking a shot at it. Why not? It's almost a no-brainer. Just go ahead and do it. <laughs> no cost involved. And if you are in the Corona area, you still can go into the Corona store if you're a first-time customer. Go in. Uh, you can get 20% off SkyMint products. Just tell them the code 3.20. 
that'll get you hooked up. Also want to thank all our great local partners. You know, you don't make it to 250 without other great folks, and they include AZ Printing Solutions, Crow Real Estate, and Auction Rivals, Tap House and Grill. By the way, they're going to be uh, serving lunches coming up. I think right now you can go in there for lunch. So that's a new thing they've added. Capital Sports Fieldhouse, Nelson House Funeral Homes, and Success Group Mortgage and Servicing. Well, before we get rolling along too far here in the program, fellers, Jared, I understand you might have uh, a story for us or a catch-up thing. This is right up uh, both your alleys for, for different reasons. One, Matt, you're you're doing something new with the kids every weekend, so you need you could use a new thing to do that's maybe not going to the beach. Uh, and Ted, <laughs> this sounds like the perfect retirement activity for you. Okay. So, this past, uh, a week ago, we were doing a story. Um, you know, where basically we take our talent, Devin Gardner, and he learns. You know, kind of. He learns how to do something. It's called Devin Does It. Well, what we did this past week was we went to uh, the Detroit Curling Club in <laughs> Ferndale, Michigan. And when I say I was blown away, I was absolutely blown away. You walk in this place, and it's it's apparently been a club since like 1850 or something like that. And uh, we had a great guy who was there to kind of give us the whole lowdown of the place, Mike. Uh, and he just was running through the history of curling. And apparently curling was the very first – uh, the very first match of curling in the United States took place on Orchard Lake. Hmm. Uh, and and hmm. we got the opportunity to play this sport. And let me just say, I've watched it on the Olympics at a time or two, but it is a lot harder than, than yeah. what you think. I thought it was going to be as simple as, you know, walk out on the ice, slide it down, slide it down the ice, and you're, and you're good. The stone, as they call it, it's made of granite, 45 pounds of granite. No, you have to, like, you're, like, loaded up into, like, a sprinter stance, essentially, and you, like, push off and after you like glide for 15 feet or so you have to let go of this uh they call it a stone and it it takes a long time to learn i mean Devin went through a whole hour-long training thing and still kind of didn't totally have a great grasp of it i mean it's a hard sport but what i learned uh while we were there was one it's open bar they got bar they have (laughs) you know big glass windows you can look and see you know the five different lanes this place was popping I mean, the, this this league started at five o'clock, and it was filled to the gills at three o'clock when we got there with these people just drinking beers, getting ready to play, uh, and and curling is just like exploding in popularity. Uh, from what we were told, basically they can't, they don't have enough spots to fill the demand uh, for members that want to join curling. And basically, what I took away from it, uh, long story short, was this is one hell of a sport that Ted. I think it sounds like the perfect addition. <laughs> to your already more daily routine of mm-hmm. hitting the wellness center, you know, getting your steps in, hitting the sauna. I think after that, I think you need to head to your local curling club and okay. pick up the sport because although it's hard, there was something magical about when you actually could perfectly roll the stone and time yeah. it upright. It, it's one of my favorite sports now. I, I think I might be, they gained a fan in me. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. It sounds like he's trying to get you into something like shuffleboard. Isn't shuffleboard is a big, uh, it's almost identical. Almost identical, more my speed, man. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I'm not and, talking. And speaking, I'm not talking the shuffleboard that old farts do with the sticks. Right. I'm talking about oh, that's, the bar that's, style. Yeah, I was talking about the old fart style. Right, if, right. if we're gonna say that, but the the bar bar shuffleboard is one of my favorite games. I, I love awesome. that. I, mm-hmm. I would love to have one in my house someday or whatever. Sit there and watch the lions and play some shuffleboard. But um, curling. Uh-huh. I, I did similar thing that you did, Jared, when I was in Grand Rapids working at Fox 17. We did a story one time on a curling club in Grand Rapids mm-hmm. when it was probably whichever Winter Olympics would have been back then when curling was kind of starting to get a little popular, you know, back in 2008 or 2009 or, you know, whatever. 
Um, we went and did a story, same thing. And the reporter learned how to curl, you know, all, all that classic stuff that local news does that, that you just did. But it's one of those cool things that like, I probably would have never went to a curling club if it wasn't for working on that story, you know? So it, it was, you know, and they let us, uh, like they let me try it out with my camera and, you know, do all that kind right. of stuff. So yeah, it's, um, it would be fun. You know, it's one of those things, like if you had a group of friends, six, seven, eight friends, and you had, you know, could get in a league, that would be a fun Tuesday night evening. You know, like you go, yeah. like you said, you have some drinks, you do some curling. Yeah. You don't have to be a pro just, you know, right. go do it and have some fun. It, it That would be a good time. A couple of behind the scenes questions I have, Jared. First of all, um, did you try it? Uh, I, I did like one time, but I was more of an observer than anything. Okay. I mean, it, it, it was kind of scary to try it. If I'm being honest, like every, you know, we had a few different people trying it right. and every, like I said, I mean, they're falling down like in there. You know, like, I, honestly, the more I think about it with your new hip, I'm not sure that this would have been the best sport for you because oh. you're 100% taking a, a wipe or two. Uh, I'm, I'm more worried about my old hip. My new hips bionic, man. I can, I can handle it. <laughs> Did you put the shoes on Jared? Did you put the, the grippies? Shoes yeah. And... So it, it made it look like I was wearing bowling shoes because yeah. I, I have like these black Nike shoes I wear that the bottoms are white, but when I put these black <laughs> grippers on it, it looked like yeah. it was just like an all black shoe. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, you put the, what, what surprised me is it's, you have a lot of traction. You would think like being on this ice, you know, you're slipping and sliding everywhere. No, yeah. it, it's like these grippers are wonderful. The, you, yeah. you, it's like you're walking on grass. Yeah, now the other cool. question is you got to have a good roll of the stone, right? You got to yeah. have a good throw to get it somewhat accurate. Right. How, how much involved is the whole broom sweeping thing to get it to where it wants to go? Well, I mean, that basically oh, depends huge. on the throw. Okay. I mean, right. I mean, they do it every single throw. I, I wish I kind of understood more the nuance to it. Um, <laughs> but it's basically to you to make it like to create uh, like a like get rid friction. of like debris and then friction, okay. let it slide more. Yeah. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean, they do it every time. And, and I, I wish I knew more. Like, I'm sure it's something like, you know, playing baseball or like, oh, there's some science to throw in a curveball or something. There's probably some reason why they're always doing it. Right. Uh, I didn't get that deep. Another last question. I, I like details. Um, is there going to be available somewhere, whether it's in your office or whatever? I think it'd be kind of cool to have a highlight reel of bloopers of the guys falling down, maybe to right. some funny yeah, the, music. The final piece and... is I'm in the middle of editing it right now. So yeah, it will be coming uh, down the <laughs> pipe. But uh, yeah, it, it's just, I mean, overall, I mean, one thing that you can't do enough of in this life to try new things and that's something like matt said you know if, if yeah. whatever reason found my way to this curling club it's an experience i'll never forget yeah. uh and it's a sport that definitely it leaves me wanting more i want to master it yeah no it was definitely one i i tried it a handful of times the time that i i did the story on it and it did leave me i was like i want to go back and master this now because you know you do it a few times you start kind of getting the hang of it a little bit and then you had to leave so right. i was like but obviously i i haven't gone back since right but it was definitely one of those, like, I wanted to get good at it. It would be fun. That might be the nearest curling club to me. I don't know if there's one in Lansing or the Flint area, but that, yeah, that does know. sound like a blast, you know. There's bowling in the wintertime. You know, that's that's cool, but it, it's, you know, you might want to try something different. I know Top Golf really became huge, and it, I think it'd be kind of neat if if a state like Michigan, and like you said, if it started in the state, uh, maybe some of these curling clubs show up. Yeah, it'd be, cool. be awesome. Top top golf is fun. I know there's a there's two in Charlotte down here, um, and you know they're starting to pop up a lot more. It's a, it's kind of like 
it's pretty pricey first right. of all yeah like it's a pricey date night or especially if you know you're, you're going with some friends or whatever especially if you're going to eat drink and play golf it, it does add up mm-hmm. and it, it sometimes like you know jared you golf so like are you going to actually try or are you going just to like hack away right. and just mess around you know that's because there's people who bring their own clubs mm-hmm. and it's like all right you're being a little too serious about this but then it's also like i just spent like almost 200 dollars. i do actually want to like try and do good so that that the few times i've done top golf it's like am i just messing around or do i actually want to like try and get high score here so and then once, delic- once you start having drinks you do just start yeah. messing around so. it's, it's a delicate balance i yeah. you know golf is one of those funny sports where it's like you kind of almost have to have your clubs to truly i mean you get right. so mm-hmm. accustomed to them and dial in the distance and all that's so important <laughs> Uh, but I've never brought the clubs to Top Golf. I've seen it done. Yeah. Every time you see it, you kind of have to do a double take. Like, really, dude? I mean, right. Like you said, it's it's if you're going there, you know, with your buddies, it's like almost like a impromptu driving range with like a couple extra like some food there and some drinks. Mm-hmm. Oh, bring the clubs. Why not? It's basically just a practice session uh, at a nicer driving range. But if you're there with like on a you know a group date or whatever, and you're bringing your golf clubs, I mean, you got a problem. We'll say this about the clubs at Top Golf. The the grips are like so worn that like my right. hands are always like super sweaty. So <laughs> I, I could hardly ever grip them. So it's yeah. like, I remember like basically I was like squeezing them as hard as I could just to make it so I'm not the idiot that flings the club out into the <laughs> into the driving range. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's awesome. I mean, cur- that's a great way to put it. I would say curling is a lot like a top golf where it's just a fun sport. I mean, my favorite thing about it was no matter what, no matter what happens in the match, and this is like a rule at this club, you have mm-hmm. to have a drink with the opposing team. Nice. Uh, it's like you have to have to top it off at least one drink afterward uh, with the opposing team to break bread. I, yeah, I do remember that rule. I thought that was pretty cool. Speaking of Top Golf, I I feel like I maybe have mentioned this before on the podcast, maybe not. But so one of one of our awesome uh, partners, uh, Jim Woodworth at Success Group Mortgage and Servicing, his brother is really big into real estate. You know Woodworth, and um, I've always Randy. said, yeah, Randy. Yep, I've always said. Sports Creek should mm. be a Top Golf. Mm-hmm. It's already got the whole facility. There's nothing there anymore at Sports Creek. You know, it used to be the horse track, so they've already right. got they've already got the facility. It probably needs to be upgraded and stuff like that. I've always said, like Randy, go because you know he's yeah. in investing and all that kind of stuff. Dude, go buy Sports Creek and turn it into a Top Golf. I don't know if that's the right spot for a Top Golf. I don't you know. know, not bad. Yeah. Well, that Sports Creek, I tell you what, there's a new story on Facebook every like two weeks that some new owner bought it and they're yeah. revamping it, and it's going to be the the new you know host home of the Kentucky Derby. I fall for it every time. <laughs> Seems like there hasn't been one of those stories lately, but why not? I mean, yeah, put something you, there, man. Seems I, like I went there. I probably ended up going there. I honestly only two, maybe three times um, when it was still actually running horse horse races. Ted, was that like when it was in its heyday, you know, was that like a thing you guys did? Because it's fairly close. Oh, you yeah, it was. I mean, I'll races. tell you what. Dave Moyles, who owned Riverbend Bowl, had a horse, you know, so okay. it kind of, kind of had a local connection. Dick Moffat, the former coach Hall of Famer, he was over there pretty much every week. Him and the, the Anises, and it, yeah, I went there a few times. Probably the most fun I ever had over there, though, was when I stayed home on my couch, and I gave Phil Anise some money and said, here, just throw it on something. He comes home, hands me, I think, about 150 bucks that he, he put down for me, so that, that was fun, but yeah, that was, a, that was a cool spot, really, if you like, yeah. you know, if you like the trial. You know? Right. 
it, a couple funny things there. One, how much corruption did that place probably have back in the day? Probably a lot, I can imagine, <laughs> yeah, too. It's yeah. funny when you think of, you know, a Corona high roller is somebody who owned the local, like, bowling alley. And he's <laughs> the guy that had the horse. I just think that's hilarious. <laughs> he had the inside track. <laughs> yeah. Riverbend's classic, though. River, oh, Riverbend yeah. is, a, I hope, you know, how, you know, Capital Bowl, and, and I know Capital Sports Fieldhouse is one of our awesome partners. Um you know, capital, capital bowl to me, like it was always there when I grew oh, up, yeah. you know, so it, it kind of stinks that it's not there anymore. So it, it's kind of like Riverbend. I hope that Riverbend stays if it ever yeah. has to change owners or, you know, whatever happens. It's like Riverbend is just a staple that has to always be a bowling alley right there in Corona. Yeah. Well, I think, I think they're in good shape because since the capital did shut down bowling, they got all the locals and right. uh, they seem to be doing pretty good business. When I drive by there at the evenings in the wintertime, especially lots and lots of cars, you know, we well, were talking especially about, especially now I, I know we're yeah. you're probably about to move on to the prep spotlight pretty soon. And so kind of, I think you mentioned this a few weeks ago now, like bowling is a, it's like an actual high school sport. Right? Yes, it so, is. Do they do it right there at Riverbend? Corona Cavaliers home, uh, home, home uh, bowling alley right there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. In fact, uh, one of the girls, I'll get it. In, well, I won't have it in the spotlight, but I, I just read it in the newspaper. I think it's Carly Pathka just bowled a two fifty six in nice. you know in high school competition. That's pretty darn good. I mean, I'm always happy when I break triple figures. If I get over a hundred, <laughs> I'm happy. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've never been good at bowling, man. I, the fact, I've never, I don't think I've ever broke triple digits. So you, you got me in that sport. I bowled a, I bowled a 300 one time on Wii bowling. <laughs> I had a couple of those myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, before we move on to the prep spotlight, I did briefly, since we were talking about the horses, I saw Matt that uh, Claire got her first horse ride, huh? She did. Yeah. We, How'd um, that go? She loved it. Um, it's it's kind of funny. Like we've had a birthday party, Jared, this is a, a look into your future life. Yes. If, if you decide to have children, <laughs> we've had a birthday party every Saturday of this year. There's oh. another one this Saturday. There's another one next Saturday, every oh Saturday, luckily, not luckily because I, I would like to go, but I've had to work on Saturdays. So it's been good. Save good. Save been, Matt. <laughs> been my wife taking, taking her to all these birthday parties every single weekend. But this past one, yeah, it was at a, a horse farm. Um, at a, a neighboring, I guess, suburb of Charlotte. And yeah, they got, you know, they had pizza and did all that kind of stuff, but they, there was a petting zoo and then they got to ride horses. Pretty cool. But that is she cool. was, she was a little nervous at first, but she got up there and did it. And my wife said she loved it. So it, it was a cool experience for her. I've, I've never ridden a horse, man. It, it's, it, have you, did you ride a, a horse at all, Matt? And obviously you didn't go this past Saturday, but have either of you guys ever ridden a horse? I, I have, have sim, similar thing, like those guided, you know, like guided horse right, yeah, rides or whatever. Yeah. I've done a few times. I rode some old nag, man. That thing would not get up and go, but my <laughs> balls were just aching because I didn't know how to do it. There's a certain yeah. way you got to yeah. go. You got to like know? kip with it, man. Yeah. 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 So it was a rough outing. That's all yeah. I can say. <laughs> Spe speaking of that. I, so, yeah, we're, go we're going all over the place right now. Um, this <laughs> this could maybe new? be a later Tedertainment Tonight thing, but are you guys not impressed when you watch like Yellowstone or some oh. of these other shows? Like whether it's Kevin Costner or Harrison Ford, Harrison you know, Ford he, blew my he's mind up there a little bit, but they're out there like actually riding these horses. It's like, right. that's actually like pretty impressive. It, do you think it's not stunt doubles? If it, it, I like to believe that it's, it's, you know, Kevin Costner, Ted's hero out there pulling all these maneuvers, but I, the Seneca in me makes it, he think it's a stunt double, but I don't want to know the answer. So let's, I bet, just, let's I mean, just go on with accepting it's Costner. 
for sure some of those where they're like sprinting i have to imagine it's stunt doubles but you know there's some shots where they're just trotting along like like ted was trying to do on his horse (laughs) i'm just saying because harrison ford i mean i could look it up right now he he's not he's not very young yeah so i mean for him to be up there on a horse that's pretty impressive well, we'll we'll save further talk on this for entertainment because I got a couple thoughts on Taylor Sheridan, but uh, good catching up with you boys as always, and uh, let's uh, get to some more uh, sports stuff. We'll have the prep spotlight coming up right after this. Capital Sports Field House is the home of hit and pitch and a whole lot more. The 10,000 square foot turf field can be used for all indoor sports training, including football, baseball, basketball, softball, soccer, and many other activities. Hit and Pitch has seven indoor batting cages with full pitching tunnel and the state of the art hit tracks training system utilized by MLB organizations. Located in the old Capital Bowl J.C. Penny block on South Washington in Owasso, Michigan. For more details, call Capital Sports and Hit and Pitch at 989-472-4624 or online at capitalsportsfh.com. All right, boys, of course, the Prep Spotlight brought to you by Capital Sports Fieldhouse. And, uh, you yeah, know, we'll just keep it here local. Langsburg again, we talked about them last week with their head coach, Daniel Morrill, picked up another win. Now they're unbeaten at 11-0. Eli Woodruff poured in 21 in their 59-35 win over Potterville. Ovid Elsie also stays hot. Clay Wittenberg put up 28 in their 76-47 route of Hill McCloy, Montrose. Uh, by the way, guys, we added a game. This is going to be a fun one. Z92-5 added a game. Uh, Ovid Elsie at Langsburg, Tuesday, January 31st. So looking forward to those teams going at it. A couple of great coaches, a couple of great programs. That, that's going to be a lot of fun. That is cool. Uh, it's it's Coach Latz, right? Yeah, Josh Latz. Yeah, and he's yep. a big fan of ours too, by the way. Yeah, he was. I, I'd be curious if he remembered remembers me because um, we, we played against him. He was in my class. Yeah. And, oh, okay. I bet he does. Um, we played against him. He, he was a good player for them. So it, it's cool. He was always, yeah, he's always, from what I understand, good buddies with uh, our good friend, you know, Coach Clough, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Rockford. So I, he's kind of of that same sort of tree, uh, if you want to call it that. But yeah, he, he seems like kind of a, a potential guest on this show. I'm almost surprised we haven't had him on this on on yet because you know we were talking last week, uh, you know, Lanesburg, this sustained program for all these years. I mean, Ovidelsi's right there under Lats. Hundred percent agree, and uh, you know, I'll definitely reach out to him. You know, as we've talked about many times here it's hard enough for us to get an hour together, the three of us. So anytime we get a guest, there's a little extra effort involved in that, but I'll take that up for sure. I've thought about that, Jared, and he definitely will come on with us. It'd be good to hear from him. Yeah. Also, speaking of uh, high school basketball, our Corona Cavaliers improved to 8-2 and two with a 67-53 win over uh, Brandon. Wyatt Bauer led the way with 20. You know, uh, Coach Rocky Buscemi over there just uh, – just keeps getting it done, you know, just picks up W's, runs a good program over there. He came up from the Detroit area, and uh, this team now is starting to believe in themselves, 8-2. and two, You know, they got some talent on that team, and they're still really young, you know, a lot of juniors on that squad. Similar to the football team. I mean, they're they're building something focused on this year, but, you know, maybe bigger things next year, you know. Absolutely. Also, I got to send a shout-out to uh, the Owasso Trojans Boys Basketball Program. I mean – 
They're improving, but lost a tight one to Clio, 49-44. The Trojans trailed 28-12 at the half, but actually took a 38-37 lead into the third or into the fourth quarter, rather, only to fall short. I just got to send a shout out to Coach Dave Al- Dave Owens for you know keeping them fighting, man. And you just never know. We got the Z92.5 game of the week coming up this Friday. Corona at Owasso, and you know, that warehouse can get rocking there. You just never know. And I think I think their one win they had in like the last three or four years was against Corona. So yeah, you never know. I tell you what, it is only it's two different teams at the warehouse, uh, and then not the warehouse. It it always seems to be a little extra magic and definitely a lot of hatred uh <laughs> in the gym when uh Corona Wasso meet up. Especially the student sections. Sometimes yeah. a little bit out of control for this old guy, but uh yeah, that's the way it goes. Yeah, I remember uh a little a little throwback. So my senior year, obviously, we had uh Josiah Erbright who mm-hmm. transferred over school of choice yeah right came over to karana played basketball for us you grew up in owasso and you want to talk about an electric crowd mm. that first time we played at owasso versus owasso oh man that was a that was a tense game we won of course but um that was, that was rowdy. That was yeah. that was a rowdy, rowdy environment. That was cool though. And, and what's you know, I, I just got now that that really sparked a idea in my brain, Matt. Because Ted, you're saying how that the one win against Corona came, you know, whatever three, four years ago. That's kind of been a tradition yeah. over the years. Where it seems like when there's good players at Owasso, they seem to kind of jump the fence and, and come to, come to Corona. Well, what's funny about that game? I remember. I think Corona had like three or four kids from Owasso, mm-hmm. and Owasso still came and like beat Corona. So that's just kind of a funny little <laughs> thing that's been happening for years that Owasso kind of had the last laugh in a, a few years ago. Well, we'll have we'll see what happens Friday night. Uh, we'll be bringing you the. Um... The girls game exclusively through three point podcast and the boys game on Z925 and also replayed at three point pod. One final, one final note here in the prep spotlight the Morris Lady Orioles, Mackenzie Dorner set a new school record with nine triples and finished with 31 points as the Orioles down Flint Beecher 54 to 38. They're having a pretty good season over there. I think they're nine and three on the girls' side. And anybody that can hit three, you know, nine three point shots, boy or girl, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's a lot better than I ever shot it. That's for damn sure. I, I don't think I don't know if I've ever made nine threes, even like in a row. Like if I was just standing in a gym by myself, I, there's no chance I've ever even done that. So to do Did it, you ever make one? Did you ever make game. one in a varsity game, Jared? Oh yeah, I've oh, had, I had a couple games with a couple man. Oh, all right. Even though I, I could not ever shoot, it was like there was a <laughs> knot in my brain or something. I never could quite get over it. <laughs> you were you were just a defensive stopper, is what it is, huh? I was nothing. I was. <laughs> I was a bench cheerer, so <laughs> team. Oh, yeah, great glue guy, man. But you, you gotta have you the had, glue. I mean, you had to play basketball because of your last name, though, right? Yeah, and as Ted and as Ted always says, you know, I had a couple uh, opportunity to make a couple clutch free throws against Duran uh, that didn't quite fall through. So what, did, what didn't exactly have the clutch gene? Either, so, <laughs> well, football, you made up for it, Jared. Football, you made up for it, right? Uh, all right, that's our prep spotlight brought to you by Capital Sports Fieldhouse. Uh, any ideas for us, any thoughts, uh, let us know. We will definitely be hooking up with Josh Latz and maybe some of the other area coaches in future editions of this as we get a little bit closer to March. But uh, we'll jump into some sports potpourri right after this. AZ Printing Solutions, formerly Hankered Sportswear, is a full-service print shop that specializes in screen printing, digital printing and embroidery. They pride themselves on giving a great product at a great value. 
The area's go-to printing solution offers a 100% guarantee to exceed your expectations. AZ Printing Solutions has your favorite local spirit wear as well as many other apparel items in stock. Specialty items are available for family, sports, business, and charity events. Call 989-725-2979 or step into the store in downtown Owasso. Success Group Mortgage and Servicing is Shiawassee County's only licensed mortgage broker, lender, and servicer. That means you get exclusive products not found anywhere else. If you are looking to purchase a home or refinance a home in Florida, Hawaii, or Michigan, stop what you're doing and give Success Group Mortgage and Servicing a call. 989-720-4380. That's 989-720-4380. All right, fellas, I can uh, start this portion. There's a big story that's been going around, uh, obviously, since the Bengals and the Bills uh, game wrapped up yesterday. Stefan Diggs, I, if you guys haven't happened to see <laughs> what happened post game, basically the, the report came out that he, as soon as the game was over, he, you know, stormed off the field, basically ran out of the locker room, had to get brought back in by Duke Johnson for only, you know, a second or two before he left again. Rumors are he maybe didn't even see the coach's speech at, at the end of the day. Uh, and then before that, obviously, we saw the argument taking place with Diggs uh, and Allen just not even paying attention to him on the sideline. I have a serious problem with this, and I seem to be almost in the minority of this because obviously this whole story with Eli Apple coming out and Demar yeah. Hamill, we don't need to get into that. But my big problem was Stefan Diggs. You know, we remember him from years ago after they lost the Chiefs, him having the big, you know, famous picture with the the confetti falling mm-hmm. as he's watching. JJ McCarthy has copied that now twice. Uh, in a row um, without having any positive results. But anyway, so Stefan Diggs, ever since then, he's been on my radar as, you know, I, I, he's a great player, makes a great catch. We obviously saw the catch against the Vikings earlier this year, but I just, I don't like him. And he came out basically to his own defense, basically saying how, you know, oh, it's easy to mock me. It's easier to mock me than it is to mock, you know, the team for the performance. What am I supposed to do? Like, am I supposed to not be upset about losing? Here's what you're supposed to do. How about just, just save it for the locker room? which you mm-hmm. clearly just ran right out of. You didn't even have the time of day to talk to your teammates about, you know, this great season you guys had that had just a, a terrible ending. Uh, I just have a problem with it, especially when you're one-upping your quarterback and you see Josh Allen have to go to the podium right after the game, basically explain what the hell was going on on the sideline. He did a great job basically just covering Stephon Diggs saying, you know, we probably should have gotten the ball more. Sometimes it's just not in the cards, especially with the wide receiver. And it seems to be wide receivers who are always like the biggest prima donnas over this type of thing, man. They can't feed you the ball 15 times a game. You're not a quarterback. You're not a running back. It's a little bit harder to kind of game plan touches. I don't know about what you guys thought, but I've never really seen a teammate do something like that where they just totally run out of the locker room, don't even pay attention to the guys after the game. It just was – it really rubbed me the wrong way, and it's been bothering me for a couple of days ever since it happened. What would you guys yeah. think? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sure it's happened before in the past. You know, I, I – I'd be surprised if this was the first time ever someone ran out like that, but I know what you mean. Spotlight's a little more on him. He's the star receiver. And, you know, the bills were kind of the darling pick of, you know, the AFC this year, even before the season, a lot of people were picking them to win the Super Bowl. So, you know, a little bit of a disappointing end for them to not even make the AFC championship. I don't know. You know, it's one of those things like emotions are obviously running high, you know, you, right. especially on the sidelines. People yell at each other all the time. We see video of that all the time. Players yelling at each other, coaches yelling at players, players yelling at coaches. I don't make anything of that. The interaction between him and uh, Diggs and Allen 
but I'm, I'm with you on the running out of the locker room after the game, you know, like if you got to yell at some players in the locker room, okay, cool. Do that. You know, scream right. at your coach. Why didn't you get me the ball more? You know, do whatever. Right. But yeah, to know that the coach is going to have to go answer questions. Josh Allen is going to have to go answer questions to the press. Other players are probably going to have to go answer questions and you're just going to run out like that. It is kind of like putting the spotlight on me or, you know, whatever, whatever you want to say. So and then just to think like, you know, there's, they always do exit interviews or, you know, they basically have to go in and like turn right. in their equipment type mm-hmm. of thing. So who, what is he going to do? Go back to the the team facility and be like, Hey guys, you know, sorry, sorry about running out on you after we lost. So just kind of a bad look, you know, ultimately I, whatever, you know, if it, I'm sure his teammates are like, you know, he was just upset, you know, I don't know, but yeah. And my simple bad look. My simple thought is, yeah, it's a bad look, and I've never really been a big fan of that kind of behavior, whether it be, you know, little leaguers trying to emulate the people they see that are older. We just saw a clip of a high school, or not high school, little kids playing basketball, flexing. Right. Okay, where's that all come from? From these morons, you know, at the NFL and NBA level that take it to to that kind of attitude i've always been more of a believer and and i i had a i had a pretty hot temper myself when i played but you still got to be under control and you still got to kind of tone it down and pick your spots if you're gonna if you're gonna lodge a complaint if you will it just was a bad look all the way around and you know i'm sure it's just going to be yesterday's news probably tomorrow right right but yeah, I agree with you on that one, Jared, which surprises me a little bit because I've I've heard your take on different things that you and I disagree about, similar vein a little bit. But what well you what, like you like, like, you like say, the electricity, the hot dogging, if I can put it that way, more than I do. There's a difference between oh I, I love celebrations. I love mm-hmm. I mean, you're telling me you don't love Jamal Williams touchdown dances. I mean, he's getting fined for them, so clearly they're not they're not allowed. Okay. Uh, there's a difference between that and like berating your like quarterback after obviously you didn't have his best game. Obviously this offensive line didn't have their best game. Obviously it's also court offensive coordinator didn't have their best game. There's a difference between berating them for really no, like no constructive reason. No, I'll uh, give you that. Like, I'll give you other that than part. just to have the cameras on you and make it look like you're like some, some badass doing it. It mm-hmm. just, and, and maybe he regrets it. It doesn't seem like he does. He hasn't apologized for it. Right. Uh, it's just, it's just, it was like toddler behavior. Uh, and yeah. it just really bothered me. And, yeah. and I'm, I loved how the entire team handled it, where they just like ignored him. Like, dude, right. you're making a ass of yourself. Go ahead and do that. And we're just going to we're just going to move on with our lives. Well, and, well yeah. let me just put it on the table here real quick before Matt jumps in. I am not a huge fan of the excessive celebration stuff where now they score a touchdown. Oh, we got this all planned out. Let's pose for the camera and we'll lay on the ground and do this and do that. I am not a fan of that. The NFL, I don't think you really need that. Me, I'm old school. Barry Sanders hand the ball off to the I knew damn referee. Dude, I knew I don't Barry need all that other stuff. I, I knew I Barry don't. Sanders. Yeah. Barry Sanders is the classic go-to for But baseball, I will yeah. say they probably did need a little bit more juice, but I don't I don't see it in the NFL. I just don't. I mean, okay, a little celebration fine, but all this pre-choreographed crap, forget it. That's my old man talking right there for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's fair because some of them do probably go over the line, but it's also entertainment. I mean, we're all watching yeah, it. If you're entertained, to, I'm not. <laughs> to be entertained. I mean, different people like different TV shows too. Different people like different sports. Some people watch soccer. Some people don't. Yep. You know, everyone likes different yep. stuff. If anything, these guys are getting paid millions of dollars to do whatever the hell they want. If they want to do it and the NFL is going to allow it, then then they can do it. They're the ones out there playing, putting their – literal lives on the line so if they want to have fun after they score a touchdown i don't think 
couple of loud mouths saying like, no celebrating on the field, be like Barry Sanders and be class. I don't think that's going to really Dude, have the whole league was, <laughs> The whole league was Barry Sanders. Oh my God. I, I don't think I could watch it. That's boring. Hand it off to the re- official. Isn't it all about scoring touchdowns? Isn't it all about interceptions? You're, you're a hypocrite. Here's no, how I you know. watch a game to watch them love. dance in the end zone. That's what you watch a game for. No, I know you love, you know, Michigan gets an interception. What what do they all do? They all run over to to their like recruiting coordinator or whatever he is <laughs> and they pose for a photo. I know you love it. Yeah, I know you love that. You can so, tell I love it. All right. <laughs> so you just you draw a line at weird, weird spots. No, I, I there's a here's where I'll draw the line. I have a problem when it's things like Ocho Cinco would go over the line a lot. Like dude, uh-huh. like he has a pen in his pants and he's you know, signing it off or he's doing whatever with the goalpost. Like right. I, there, there's a line with there. But if you're just scoring a touchdown, and you do some sort of dance. I mean, Jamar Chase doing the gritty or, or whatever. I, I love it. it, it yeah. It's it's entertaining, man. Jamal Williams every time he scored a touchdown Sunday night football against Aaron Rodgers. Guess what I was doing right as he scored? I was hopping out of my chair <laughs> doing the grind. Doing his touchdown dance right there with him. So <laughs> I have no problem with it. Is there a fine line? Is there any line that you cross that you don't enjoy? I mean, I agree with you that a little celebration is okay. It's natural. And that's where that's the word natural when it's just, Hey man, I scored a touchdown and celebrate a little bit. Okay. But don't you think it's gone too far? Isn't it too much choreographed stuff? I mean, it's also fun. It's a game. I mean, they're, they're out there playing a game for okay. fun. Well, it's you, not, you don't agree like with me. Brain, that's okay. It's that's, not like it's fine. brain surgery where like after, after they do open heart surgery on someone, they're doing some choreographed yeah. dance or something yeah. like that. Like it's a game. I mean, the, the clip you mentioned earlier about, it was, I don't know, basically AAU for fourth graders or whatever right. it was where yeah. they're doing all the stuff that NBA players do now. Yeah, that looks ridiculous because, at least in my opinion, that's not the age that you should be teaching those kids how to do that kind of stuff. That's more on the parents to me mm-hmm. and the coaches than those players. Because I know when I was a kid playing basketball, yeah, I was acting like Grant Hill or I was acting like Jalen Rose or, you know, you you act like the players you watch. And then it's on your parents and your coaches to maybe tone it down a little bit or say, let's play the game the right way. These are professional grown men getting paid millions of dollars to entertain us and to play a a kid's game basically and have fun. I'm not going to get mad at them for celebrating a touchdown, I guess. Yeah. There's a difference between celebrating and taunting. I guess yes. is maybe where I would say I would draw those kids in that video were taunting, right? <laughs> they were ruthless, man. I mean, I, I feel bad. I, Ted with your grandchildren, Matt with your, your kids. I mean, this could be your future. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you're talking about how you've been working on Saturdays. You have birthday parties. I mean, this could be your Saturday in three yeah. or four years is going to an event like that and watching that. It's, I think that's an isolated incident. I don't think that's kids everywhere. Right. You know, if kids are doing, you know, whatever Steph Curry, three goggles, I don't have a problem with it. It's when you're taunting kids. Yeah. I mean, if that's where I drew the line on that video. It's the, the, the too small uh, that everyone does now. Everyone does it. Even if they're getting guarded by someone that's bigger than them yeah. and they score and they do the too small thing. That's like, <laughs> I don't know that not necessarily crossing the line. Cause sometimes I kind of like it, but when you see a, a fifth grader doing it because you hit your growth spurt before the other kid, like, <laughs> I don't think I ever saw like maybe you guys remember this. I don't ever remember seeing that like when I was a kid, like some kid I was playing against or some teammate of mine, like doing some sort of sell. I I don't I've never seen that. There's one time I've actually ever remembered somebody doing a celebration 
and it was, you know, my buddy who was a center, like we had eighth grade game last game of the year. He somehow had a miraculous, like five or six threes, like in a row mm-hmm. and did like the, the, the Jason, the jet Terry, uh, jet <laughs> celebration down the court. Now, I will say that that was electric. And I was a big fan of that. And it was like in the middle of a scoring run crowd was loving it. Uh, but that, but yeah, it, I think we're all in agreement here. There's definitely, it's yeah. going a little bit too far the other way. Yeah. And I think the slippery slope is, you know, yeah, they're having fun and they're doing this and that, but it does trickle down to the youth. And then, you know, it just makes it that much tougher for the parents and the coaches to keep them in line, you know, when they're seeing it, the adults, the so-called adults acting what? that way. Oh, All right. Well, they're still adults. What do you mean? So-called adults. They're still uh, adults. They're just uh, celebrating a touchdown. Uh, if, it, if it makes the job too hard, if it makes the job too hard for the parents and the coaches because they can't scale back to celebrating maybe they shouldn't be doing it all right i we just disagree <laughs> we just disagree on this one man the game itself is enough for me i don't need all this extracurricular celebrations but that's just me um here's no something to celebrate though guys i don't no know if we were gonna, league for ted <laughs> i don't yeah, know if we were gonna talk about <laughs> i don't know if we were gonna talk about this you know there's not a lot to talk about with michigan michigan state you know spartans lost down in bloomington to indiana michigan squeaked out a win at home against minnesota but Jared, you might be on this story. I don't know. Right out of Detroit, uh, Detroit Mercy's Antoine Davis put up 42 against IUPUI. Second place. I mean, this came out of nowhere to me. I guess I wasn't on top of it. Second place all time in college basketball points. That's that's a pretty amazing story coming out of Detroit. Yeah, it is. I mean, UDM, I, we went to a UDM game my senior year of high school. It's a very cool gym. I mean, Dick, mm-hmm. Dick Vitale Court, Antoine Callahan. Davis, I mean, the guy can, the guy can hoop, man. Uh, I mean, you put up that many points, uh, and at any level, I mean, we've seen it like with Jack Taylor, Grinnell, you know, way back in the day, scoring like a hundred points in a game. I mean, to be the second all time leading scorer in the NCAA, right from Detroit, like you said, a very small story. I, I don't know why there hasn't been as much hubbub about this. I like that, Ted, you're doing your job and you're bringing it to the forefront. Cause I would have forgotten to do it. Yeah. So I appreciate it. No problem. I was going to say, I, I was pretty sure. Yeah. He's, he's number two in scoring and he, he broke the record for uh three pointers made. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's up there. It's not like he's just, you know, some dude that I don't know, is just filling up some no name league. I mean, UDM, they, they play, that's a legitimate league that they play in. They make the tournament, you know, fairly often. Yeah. So he he's scoring a lot. And I mean, I don't I because after after I saw him breaking these records, I looked at some NBA mock drafts and he's not really on any radars for the NBA. Hmm. You have to think he'll at least get, you know, like a G League invite or something. Some team if you can shoot like that, shooting translates, whether you can shoot in in D2 for Grand Valley State or at Detroit Mercy, if you can shoot, you can shoot. So I, I bet some someone I was going to give him, you know, a chance. Right. It's just, you know, can he play NBA basketball, well, who, especially in today's the, NBA? If you can, who's the kid that NBA? went to Miami from Michigan that just lights it up, you know, or has? Oh, Duncan Robinson. Yeah, Duncan Robinson. Right. Man, he got himself like a pretty big contract because he, he had like one good season and now he doesn't yeah. really play. So, so yeah, he's kind of phased out of the lineup. Uh, yeah. you, with somebody like Davis, all you hope for that, get him in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Because you get him in the tournament, that's where some story magic line. can happen. And those are the type of storylines and players that, that you end up taking to the Elite Eight when they're they're gonna end up losing round one by maybe and I, and I know yeah. you you're you're thinking of like Marshall Henderson, aren't you, Jared? Yeah. Yeah, that or, that's a, that's the exact story you want in the tournament. Uh, a lame year where Michigan and Michigan State aren't very good. Give me Detroit Mercy and Davis just lighting up 
Duke yeah. or something like that. Actually, Duke is kind of down this year too. Right. But, right. Well, if you like, it, it reminds me of you know Jalen Preston, Ohio, uh, from a, a couple of years ago. That kind of Cinderella story. I mean, they they, they keep coming. Uh, what's the Oral Roberts, uh, yeah. Admas and uh, O'Banner, O'Bannon or whatever their names were. I mean, yeah, it's it's just just cross your fingers they somehow win their tournament, uh, conference tournament, and they get in. Yeah. Yep. It'd be it'd be great to see and a, a, just a neat little Detroit story and it blows my mind that he's second all time to my all time by far number one favorite player Pistol Pete Maravich and you think about him scoring over uh, thir- almost thirty seven hundred points without a three point line you're, it's a lot it's a lot, a lot of points you, without a three pointer that in is three years he didn't play his freshman year right. either. Matt, tell me if I'm wrong but isn't it kind of funny how it's like his brain there's like five different like branches it goes to. Uh, and it, he, he comes up with his topics depending on if he can circle it back to them. Barry Sanders, OJ Simpson, Pete Maravich. Uh, who am I missing? Some, Al something, on H- <laughs> something on HBO. Yeah, HBO. Uh, and uh, Michael Imperioli, Sopranos. If he can, <laughs> if, he, if 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 a topic can somehow find its way back to one of those five guys, then he'll bring it up. But other than hey, that, he kind of lets it go. Hey, the older you get, you only have so much room in that brain. So about five <laughs> topics in that spider brain of mine, man, you're probably right. You got me on that one. <laughs> it is impressive, and and it it too, like to your point, like you know, Pistol Pete only playing three years. Those yeah. are records that nowadays in college basketball are, are going to be really tough to break because kids, yeah. I mean, except for in these lower schools where they do play for three or four years, but you know, most right. kids don't play three or four years of college yeah. basketball anymore. So, you know, that that's an impressive record, but not to, not to bury the lead with the pistol Pete thing, him having that record only playing three years and no three point line is just mm-hmm. crazy to think about. That is, that's a lot of mid range jumpers. <laughs> oh, uh, he shot a lot of balls at the three point line. If there would have been one, I mean, he yeah. he shot deep, man. So yeah, he was he was phenomenal. By the way, I'll I'll mix this in too, Jared. I did more homework. It's another topic we might want to get into on three point podcast. Michigan's not been without. I'm talking Michigan football's not been without some controversy. You know the whole the whole cheeseburger gate with Jim Harbaugh and the whole uh, you know president announcing him staying which we've already talked about but now you know their co-offensive coordinator matt weiss you know let go and we don't know the whole story at least i don't just something to do with the the university's computer system but uh that you know will that hurt them will that be good for them maybe to narrow it down to one coordinator yeah i I think it'd be better to give it to sharon moore who Mm -hmm. is probably the better offensive coordinator, the better recruiter, all the reports out there are that Matt Weiss wasn't a very good recruiter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what did they lose? Eh, I don't know. He probably was a pretty good coach, but you know, they're, they're shopping around different names for the new quarterbacks coach, Brian Greasy. One uh, of them doesn't seem throw like that that's going to happen, but even like T Martin, you know, the quarterback that won a title with Tennessee yeah. could come in. So I don't know. It might end up being a good thing. The big thing to me is I hope whenever we do actually find out what, he got in trouble for i'm glad they fired him because and just like got it ahead of it no matter mm-hmm. what he did he broke some rules just move on yep. fire him yep. get get on with it yeah I, I was like i hope he didn't wasn't going in and like changing players grades to keep oh. them eligible for the season oh you my. know to where they would have to like vacate some wins or something like that that's i was like i hope it's not something like that hopefully he was just like hacking into people's facebook yeah, accounts what yeah, you know doing? whatever something stupid concerning man this i tweeted it out this this offseason is not the type of offseason that leads you into a a national title run it just it's been ugly every day a new distraction 
every day something new, something worse than the previous day. I don't know what the hell was going on with this. We haven't heard really what that what he did. Uh, I'm surprised we haven't heard what he did yet. Uh, seems terrible regardless. Like I said, Matt, they just got on fire. As soon as it happened, I think we were all in agreement. It's like, just fire this guy. Just be done mm-hmm. with it. Um, from what I understand, he kind of was like the passing game sort of coordinator while uh, Moore was sort of the run game. So we'll see. I don't think any of us were really blown away with our passing attack uh, these last two years. The running game has been what's been critical. So I guess we get to keep that key cog. But no, it's just depressing. It's the last thing we needed after that TCU debacle was an offseason like this. Mm -hmm. And we still got a lot of days to go before before opening day comes around in September. So it's just let's just get through it. Yeah. Uh, and let's see who we can maybe replace. Brian Greasy is one of them. Hey, a quick thought. I mean, Brian Greasy's what quarterback coach for the 49ers. If he come, if he for any reason thought about coming to Michigan, he'd have to be really named co-offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach, wouldn't he? To even think about it. I mean, I would think that's got to be part of the deal. He's not. He's not leaving Kyle Shanahan in the 49ers <laughs> to just come be just a quarterbacks coach at Michigan. People, right. people can say, "Oh, he's an alum and he loves yeah. Michigan all they want," but when you're a quarterbacks coach for the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan, it's probably a pretty good gig. So well, look I what mean, he's done. I mean, right. look what they're doing with Mister Irrelevant. You yeah. know, that's amazing. Yeah. So I, I would think like. That, that's probably what he's saying. I'll come be the quarterback's coach if you name me associate head coach or offensive coordinator or something like that. Right. So one, th- one thing that I did think was kind of funny, and of course, as soon as his name got thrown out for as a potential replacement, everyone's like digging up his old tweets. He had some tweet from like 2020 <laughs> no. with some graphic from Harbaugh. <laughs> it was like Harbaugh's records versus these like top 25 teams. He's like, is this serious? Like, I, it's time to move on or something. <laughs> so I almost hope he gets hired just to hear what that potential conversation would be like with Harbaugh uh, around that. Um, one thing yeah. I got to throw out, maybe before we move on to our entertainment tonight stuff, uh, and Matt, I kind of want your thoughts in particular on this. A couple of the mock drafts, mock draft seasons is, is here with us. Mm. Uh, the Detroit Lions, two of the big names that have been thrown up, thrown out there. Michael Mayer, tight end Notre Dame. And yeah. uh, the guy who I sung the praises of week one, uh, Florida Gator quarterback, Anthony Richardson. I mean, one, where the hell are these coming from? Two, let's say one of these two guys are selected. What are our thoughts on it? One, no, on the tight end. I don't care sure. who he is. St- no, stop drafting tight ends in the first round. You don't need to do that. Even if this dude ends up being the next Rob Gronkowski, I don't care. So if if that's the case, right. no on that. Anthony Richardson might end up being a good um, quarterback in the NFL. I watched him enough at Florida this year. He is so far away from being a starting quarterback in the NFL even if you you know you got golf, so you think like, oh, we'll draft him, and maybe he can sit for a year or two behind golf. Maybe if you draft him in like the fifth or sixth round or yes, something like that. Right. But no, those first two rounds, I want defense. It's funny. I was just today at work. We we're me and a buddy were doing on, on Pro Football Focus. You can do mock drafts. Like literally, you can go through and draft players. Is actually it's kind of fun. But um, we did a couple for the Lions and. He kept asking me, he's a Steelers fan, but he kept asking me like, what do you want? I was like, honestly, first two rounds, defense. Give me defense. I want a couple corners. I want another defensive lineman. I want a linebacker. linebacker. It kept coming up. Jack Campbell, the linebacker at Iowa, who's one like best player in the Big Ten the last good. couple years. He's pretty good. He, he always kept kind of being available in the second round. And I was like, man, if they could get him in the second round, put him next to Rodrigo, 
on defense. Give me defense, man. I'm with you. I, I, I can't even add anything to that, Matt. You, you you stole it right out of my mouth there. That's perfect. That's yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I, you know, it, it's 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 all comes down to fully healthy. Their fully healthy offensive line is one of the best in the NFL. Hundred percent. Fully healthy uh, receivers. If Jamison Williams is actually fully healthy, they're fine at receiver. Yep. You know, you can always their tight ends are fine. You know, they they found Brock Wright wherever the hell they found him. And he scored like eight touchdowns this year. That's so why you don't, don't draft one. Number one for God's right. sake. You don't need that. You're you, they need to, in my opinion, they need to resign Jamal Williams. I think that's a big one. Bring him yeah. back with Deandre Swift. Like really on offense. I think they're fine. You know? Yeah. Like later rounds, you might want to draft a receiver for some depth or, or you know, quarterback maybe, to, right. to build on. I've got it, man. They, they need defense. They need defense. Yeah. It can't just be Hutchinson. It can't just be right. him. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we saw with a couple of things that I saw this weekend that were big. One, we saw from this Bengals Bills games. One, you need a pass rush. We've always had that's been the NFL buzzword for the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you really saw it in that game. So I would not hate a pass rusher, obviously. Uh, but we also saw, you know, on the other end of the ball, you know, Cincinnati Bengals, they have three wide receiver number ones. I mean, if you want right. to win the Super Bowl, if you want to really win a Super Bowl, look at the offenses, Kansas City. Cincinnati, you know, San Francisco has maybe the best offensive line and running game athletes everywhere uh, with Kittle, Samuel and McCaffrey. But the way I look at Detroit, man, just draft the best player on the board. Yeah, I wouldn't hate another wide receiver. (laughs) Why not? Just load up this. I love strengthening your strength. Why not? If there's a stud wide receiver there at six pick, take him uh, and and we'll deal with the rest later. What's your thought on the Notre Dame tight end? No, I, okay, like yeah. there's just too many people would be out on the tight end as soon as it happened. Yep. So I, I think he's good. I like him. He's been on a couple of podcasts that I listen to. Seems like a really good kid. I, Notre Dame usually turns out pretty good tight ends, but no, it just can't. Even if he is the next Gronkowski, if he goes to the Lions, he will not be. That's a okay. promise. I mean, we saw what happened. I, I saw a stat that, and, and this kid may not be TJ Hawkinson, but once Hawkinson got traded, Everything turned around for the Lions. And mm-hmm. I think I saw after Hawkinson got traded, Jared Goff only threw one interception. Yeah. The whole like it was like seven when Hawkinson was there. And I think one... they're all targeting Hawkinson or something. Right. Wasn't that what I read? Yeah. 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 So I mean, it's like, yes, this dude might end up being Travis Kelsey or you know, whatever George Kittle, whatever, whatever we want to say, but like they, that's not what they need. They did fine with Brock Wright. He actually mm-hmm. scored a winning touchdown for them, you know, so they, they yeah. did fine with him. I wouldn't be against, you mentioned receiver, Jared. Depending on where it was. Yeah. I wouldn't be against another receiver, just be mostly too, because Amonra St. Brown has kind of got dinged up and hurt a little bit. Obviously, Jamison Williams coming off that knee injury. We don't, hopefully he's fine and a hundred percent next year. So I wouldn't be against another receiver in the right spot. I wouldn't yeah. want them like trading up or, you know, do something yeah. crazy for it. But, you know, like you said, sometimes it's all about just who's the best available. If someone takes, you know, the player you want before you pick and the next player is one of those receivers out of Ohio State, go ahead and take it. You know, I don't know. But yeah, well, we're getting closer to uh, football depression, fellas. I mean, we got <laughs> two games this Sunday and. Then the Super Bowl, you know, and then it's kind of countdown to March. We'll we'll dig in a little bit more in basketball then. But a couple of good matchups with the 49ers and Eagles and Bengals and Chiefs should be a good Sunday. Looking forward to that. It, and I Some actually just, just thought of it, Matt. Maybe you probably would agree with me. If if this one guy I would take first round, Brock Bowers. 
Uh, I would take him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know he's yeah. not in this draft, uh, but next year if we find ourselves with a top five pick, uh, I don't care. Draft him. That yeah. guy looks like a game changer. Yeah. yeah. So so next draft, fill up on defense and everything this year. Next year, all right, go get your tight end. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, that's good stuff, fellas. And uh, let's wind up the podcast with a little addition of Tedertainment tonight right after this. Nelson House Funeral Home's number one goal is to serve the families in our area. The Nelson House staff are proud to serve our local community with reliability, integrity, and compassion. Unique service representing unique lives, ensuring your loved ones receive the honor and celebration they deserve. Founded in 1880 and continuing the tradition today with chapels in Owasso, Chesanine, and New Lothrop. For more details, find them at nelson-house.com or call 989-723-5234. All right, let me start this off real quick, like, because we know Jared has hopped on the Yellowstone bandwagon. Good for you. I mean, I just look at Yellowstone, 1883, 1923, three tremendous series, all by Taylor Sheridan. And I think I, I think I uh, texted you guys. I'm all in on Tulsa King with Sylvester Stallone. This show, I watched all nine episodes. I've, I did two sets of three watching three episodes binging kind of i couldn't stop watching and i'm all totally caught up the first season is nine episodes and it ends like it always does with a cliffhanger type of thing yeah well done well well done and if you like the sopranos jared Mm -hmm. and you like yellowstone it's a combination of both it's it's just awesome (laughs) what are you watching uh what are you watching yellowstone on jared uh peacock for seasons one through okay. four on Peacock, I believe. I'm surprised while you're watching Peacock. Are there ads when you watch on Peacock? I'm no, I, I, I right. pay the extra $4 for okay. the ads. Uh, so I was going to say, if you, if you watch on Hulu or like when it's live, it's like Tulsa King ads constantly <laughs> when you're watching Yellowstone. So I was I was like, I'm surprised you haven't seen this. Yeah, But yeah, Sylvester Stallone. I mean, Ted just laid it all out. It's uh, I, I definitely want to watch it. I mean, add it to the list. Yeah. Um, but I've got season tickets to Sylvester Stallone. He's one of my favorite actors. He doesn't obviously do a whole lot anymore, but um, I like him a lot. So this might, I don't, I don't doubt that it's really good. This might be his best work since I'm going to go back to Rocky. I mean, it's really, really good. I mean, he's, you know, he's 70 years old, but uh, the dude can still act and it's still, he still has the, uh, the arms, man. And it's just a great plot. Arms. Can you, well, yeah, steroids don't go away, man. Uh, Me and our listeners. What's like the third, what's like a three sentence teaser. What is this? Okay. Okay. The, the, the plot is without giving away much. He is sent away to prison. He's a mob guy, right? He's out of the New York mob and he takes the fall, goes to prison for 25 years, comes back, with his boys in New York and the Godfather, his son's kind of taken over and he's not a big fan of Rocky's care or of Stallone's character. And so they ship him to Tulsa. Okay. Ship him to Tulsa, Oklahoma to earn money for them. You know, it's kind of a, just get out of here. And it goes from there and it's classic Sylvester Stallone as now a Tulsa mob boss. It's, it's incredible. Some yeah. of the characters he gets hooked up with. You'll love it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds might, good. And it's, you, yeah, it's one of those to add to the list. So nine episodes, you said, did they all come out at once? They're all out? They're all out now. Yeah, I, I watched it on Paramount Plus. So, and I'm looking forward to uh, 
oh what's the other one the prison one uh mm, jeremy renner okay oh, we keep seeing an ad for that one too that looks really good too yeah, jeremy I watched, renner I, I watched the first season and it got the name of it i'm drawing a blank i didn't have it written down but it's really really good and i i'm definitely going to hop on board the second season too much too violent for my wife though i mean it, it is violent yeah uh, yeah, so well, wait, the se- first season is out of that? Oh yeah, Mayor Mayor of Kingston. Mayor of Kingston, yeah. Oh, I have heard a lot about that show. I've heard that that is good. I is. didn't know that he was he was in it. Um, yep. Speaking of, you know, Matt, you said season ticket guys. I mean, this guy has kind of burst on the scene within the last five years, uh, and he just keeps coming out with great stuff. I mean, Pedro Pascal. I'd love to know what you guys think of this guy. I mean, he stars in The Mandalorian. It was a Game of Thrones. You know, the Viper in that show. Now he's in The Last of Us, uh, which is just two episodes in on HBO Max. So it's a it's it was an old video game from like 2013. Matt, I saw you tweeted that you played it. Uh, it was right in its sweet spot, right when I was coming of age. You know, right as a teenager, it was a big time game, uh, and it was always one of those games where you there's a lot of games where you're playing them and they have you know the the kind of campaign mode as they call it. Where when I was a kid, I always I would always skip right through it uh, with the X button. Uh, that this was not one of those games. I mean, The Last of Us, it it was awesome. Uh, and this TV show, Ted, you say it best. I mean, HBO, when they do mm-hmm. something, they do it right. Yeah, There was no expense taken. I mean, I think they perfectly casted the show. Pascal, one of my favorites, man. Uh, he does a great job. All the performances are great. The the like creatures uh, look incredible. I mean, it's a, it's a zombie show, but it's yeah. a different type of zombie. These zombies uh are a fungus has basically taken over their bodies and taken over the, the world. And that's how they kind of... Uh, our how it was started so it's just it's yeah. just a great show i love it uh it's only two episodes in so now is the time to get on it before uh you miss out on the wave of popularity yeah i, I definitely want to watch it because like like you basically laid out right there it, i loved that first game and it was one of those like you didn't want to put down you just wanted to keep playing and playing and playing and uh, the second game came out i haven't had a chance to play it but when I saw they were making a TV show out of this, I was like, this is the perfect, like the video game. It basically already was a right. TV show. It was like a movie while you were playing it. So it's almost a no brainer, but yeah, it being on HBO with, with, with the actor and, you know, some of the other people in it, like you mentioned, I, I got to get on it before, before I fall too far behind, because I, I know I'll, I'll enjoy it for sure. Let me ask you guys this. Um, you say there's a second, second version of it out now. What is currently for a guy like me, I'm not on top of these things. What what's the game right now to play? I mean, the sport, uh, sports games are still huge. People still play Madden and NBA yeah. 2K, and 2K is the NBA game. People still play Call of Duty, from what I hear. Um, yeah. But Jared might know a couple more. But yeah, I mean, like- I mean, Fortnite's been huge Fort- for Fortnite, years, right. years now. It's still huge. Uh, the big thing with with Call of Duty, Ted, you probably see this on Twitter. Warzone. If you ever see the word yeah. Warzone. That yeah. is basically Fortnite, but Call of Duty version, just so you know. Yeah. And Fortnite, I should probably explain this. It's basically Hunger Games, but oh. video game form. Oh. So that's kind of what it is. Battle okay. Royale, as they call it. It's like 60 people or whatever the number is, all in a world, and you last man standing type thing. So that's the big thing. And those games are free, which is kind of the coolest part about it. Yeah, they have hmm. like, you know, you can buy costumes or whatever for your character that costs money. But that's one of the best things is that, you know, these two very highly popular games are free. Right. How do they make their money? Like I said, with these add-ons. Oh, with, add-ons. Uh, yeah. buy, you know, buy a you know Jason mask for your character, oh, okay. you know, whatever you want. So yeah, you can buy upgrades and stuff like that, which you do. Once you get into the game, yeah. you're going to do it. So 
yeah, there there's a there's a few games that I would I would get back into gaming for if NCAA football ever comes back, I will definitely play that because that was like the best game before yeah. the before. And, and that's one of those games. I mean, they they were supposed to come back like this year, and then of course they push it back another year. That's yeah. another one. You believe it when you see it on right. on the shelf. It's, yeah, it's kind of like uh, uh, what was it that we were talking about earlier? Where there's oh uh, the Sports Creek, how there's a new yeah. Facebook post every day about it. Uh, that's the same thing with that video game. There's a new post every day saying how it's coming out, and it yep. still hasn't came out. Doubt it. Well, going full circle back to you, Jared, uh, how far are you on Yellowstone, and are you going to watch 1883 and 1923 if you ever have time? I, you know, I, I got to retract a statement I made last week. Um, I, I compared Kevin Costner's performance to, you know, Brian Cranston, and you mm-hmm. throughout the name Bob Odenkirk. It's, he's nowhere near He's nowhere near it. It's a good show. I don't get me wrong. I like the show. I'm still watching it. It's a little. It's it's a little cheesy. I feel like as soon as At times. I felt very strong on Yellowstone, I feel like I almost regretted it as soon as I did. It's a good show. I like it. I just I wouldn't put it with Game of Thrones, and I wouldn't put it with some of the like a Breaking Bad. Hmm. Very good show. Can't take your eyes off screen. You're watching it. I just think it's a little the the dialogue and especially these villains uh, like the Beck brothers and I don't from season one I don't even remember some businessman. Uh, who's been in a lot of other films? I just couldn't quite look past them. I thought they were a little bit cheesy. It could have been yeah. done better. Still a good show. I don't want. I don't want to get you guys upset, but yeah, just... I won't get upset. No, it, it's good. It, it's one of those things too. I, I think I mentioned it last week or the week before. It's like some of the stuff is pretty far fetched. To me, anyway, the way I watch shows sometimes is like maybe I, I ruin it for myself. I'm just like, well, they're not going to kill Beth. Right. She's she's the best character in the show. So and everything she goes through, she's not going <laughs> to die. They're not going to kill Kevin Costner. You know, that's yeah. not going to happen. So it's they're not going to lose the ranch until the show ends, maybe. So however mm-hmm. long they're doing the show, whatever happens, they're not going to lose the ranch. Yeah. You know, so that I just always think about sometimes when the drama comes up, I'm like, all right, I want to see how this plays out. But I mean, they're going to be OK. You know what I mean? Type yeah. of thing. So. Well, I really, I, I agree with what you're saying there. Uh, I really enjoyed 1883. That was just a one season run. You know, it was yeah. good. Yeah, it was but, cool. but 1923 blew my mind. I mean, <laughs> it really did. It was, it's outstanding. Who's yeah. the, who's the lead guy of that one? Tim McGraw? No. Harrison Ford. Oh. Harrison Ford is one of the lead guys that you would know. Yeah. Helen Mirren is his wife, but there's a young guy. His name in the show is Spencer. And I think yeah. he steals it. In fact, fact, Matt's wife is in love with her, yeah. or in love with him. I should say. I, mean, I, I am, I am too. To be honest with you, he's, he <laughs> he's really good. Show. But yeah. uh, Tim McGraw's in 1883. He's in, oh, okay. yeah, with uh, Sam Elliott and some of the other people. Faith but, Hill, yeah, Faith yeah. Hill. But like I said, a good show. I don't want to. I don't want to. I feel like I come off too negative a lot on this podcast. It's a good show. <laughs> Yeah. It's just I was maybe a little overzealous with my love of it when I threw it up there with, like I said, Cranston and mm-hmm. the Game of Thrones of the world. I, I can't put it up there. It's the tier right. below that. You toned it down. What do you, That's what right. do you think of what do you think of Rip? Oh, he's probably my favorite character. He's a, he's a oh, badass. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought it was, you, you know, I, I can't say what I was going to say. It's a spoiler, so I'll, I'll leave it. Uh, he's a badass. Like I said, it's the villains that I kind of just and sometimes Costner, man. I, he's got this like you know deep voice obviously he does a good job performing people love it people think he's great in it I, he's just a little over the top for me sometimes like uh, he's always talking to casey's wife right. 
Uh, and their conversations are always kind of, what am I watching right now? Uh, yeah. But other than that, it's a good show. Yeah. Well, what do you think of the train station? <laughs> That's spoiler, but I mean, it, nah, I, I really. love the, I will say, I do love the idea of the branded men. You're a branded man. You never can leave. You're 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 for life. I, that is some kind of pretty bad ad. That is the one. That's my favorite part of the show. Is the okay. branded men portion. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, guys. I think we made it through another one. It's always longer than we think it's going to be, isn't it? Yep. We got we get talking. It's fun though. I love it. And this has been the Three Point Podcast. And of course, we're brought to you by Memorial Healthcare's Now Community Wellness Center and SkyMint Cannabis. SkyMint Cannabis again. The big news: If you're over 21 and from Michigan, you're soon going to be living. Every cannabis consumer's dream free marijuana for an entire year. Skyman's running a sweepstakes competition now through Monday, January 30th. Just hop online, register. It's that simple, right? Get in the yeah, sweepstakes. Yeah. I, that's six G's, man, for a year, as we talked about earlier, the 500. I, I still, yeah. that's, I can't fathom one person using up that much, man. You got to be right. cheap and chong. 24. I mean, you know, it's one of those things, like, you know, you're talking about mega millions. Mega Millions, you actually have to go to a gas station, right. buy the ticket, go through all that. You're already sitting on the toilet on your phone right now while you're listening to us. Just pull up SkyMint and fill out the form and give it a shot. Or, or check them out on Instagram, you know, and just enter the code FREEWEED. How simple can that be? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> also, Memorial Healthcare is now Community Wellness Center. You guys know how I, I love that place. When I miss a day, and I rarely miss a day, but when I miss a day going there to do my own little workout, it's like withdrawal, you know? I miss I miss the steam room like we talked about the open of the show, the sauna. Uh, you know, they have the pool there, the, the lap track. I mean, it's just incredible. And, you know, with Valentine's Day coming up, you know, purchase yourself a gift card for one of your loved ones for a massage or any of the other things there. Just stop into the front desk and tell them you want to sign up it's that yeah. simple it's awesome it's i mean we, we we did the tour we we saw everything i mean ted i think i think the biggest thing we could say at this point let's just let your results speak for themselves okay you know? uh the goal right now is uh check me uh easter you know I'm, that's yeah. it's gonna be a, a slow drop just like it was before you know the, the mission's basically tone it up five pounds a month it's doable yeah it's doable so yeah check in with me on Easter. Also, I want to tell you to check in at all our great sponsors. They include AZ Printing Solutions, Pro Real Estate, and Auction Rivals Tap House and Grill, now serving lunch, Capital Sports Field House, Nelson House Funeral Homes, and Success Group Mortgage and Servicing. Make sure you give us a follow on social media at Three Point Pod. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Z92.5 Game of the Week coming up Friday, January 27th. It's Corona at Owasso. You're going to want to definitely tune in for that one. Three-point podcast will have the girls game as well. And then Tuesday, January 31st, Ovid Elsie at Langsburg. Maybe we'll hook up with Josh Latz next week and kind of do a preview. Just uh, as always, everybody, peace and love. Be kind. Thanks for listening. Hey gang, please consider a donation to the ALS Association Michigan Chapter, serving people with ALS and their families since 1988. There still is no cure for Lou Gehrig's disease, and every 90 minutes, someone is diagnosed with ALS. For more details, go online at webmi.alsa.org. Three Point Podcast is a Sportsnet Michigan Three Point Podcast production. Subscribe and share on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or any of your favorite podcast hosting sites. Comments and questions can be sent via social media at Three Point Pod or by email to Three Point Pod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.